where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory. And welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man, a repository for holistic health, red pill, masculinity, and ultimate freedom. I hope you're doing well today as we are entering the late bloom of summer and autumn is approaching for certainly for you up north <laughs> your autumn it's like your summer is our autumn down here in south texas i i was over in washington state back in june and so sometimes i like to look at the the temperatures of places that i've been to recently and it, it's the highs like 78 i look over in maine because i like to go to new england and canada especially the, the Atlantic provinces of Canada quite often, and the highs are 78. And I'm like, that is our fall down here in South Texas. But either way, Labor Day is approaching. And uh, thankfully, we're entering fall, which is my favorite season, the anticipation of the holidays, football, you get to pull out your sweaters, and, and so forth. I'm not a big fan of summer. And what I mean summer is I don't mean Minnesota summer or British Columbia summer, I mean Texas summers, which is a lot of heat, 103 degree heat, and not a lot of rain. Not a big fan. And I wonder, and I and I ruminate over how the Comanches live down here without air conditioner, or, or even, you know, it's funny because I grew up in Houston, and Houston's population in 1950 was maybe, maybe 100,000 people. And now, it, by 1980, it was the fourth largest city in America. And that's only the advent of the air conditioner. So I think, like, how did these people live without these modern amenities? But they were just tougher people. Either way, today we're going to go back to intergender dynamics. I know we had focused on a little of physical health and financial health recently. So we're going to talk about whether or not red pill makes you cynical, weary, or just makes you more open and more observant vis-a-vis -vis dating. So what I mean is I'm going to juxtapose what, what your insight and your skill and talent was in dating before you took the red pill, compare it to now. Now, I understand many of you are monks, and that is the most prudent way to live your lifestyle, undoubtedly. But I also understand a large majority of men who adhere to the red pill, take the red pill, are dating, short-term, long-term, cohabitation even, and heaven forbid marriage. So this is more of a rumination, look, I've used that word twice already, and a examination of whether or not the red pill has made you unbearably cynical when it comes to being around other people. So let's let's talk about like your blue pill days. Your blue pill days, I would say, were full of a lot more optimism, naivete, and cluelessness because you didn't understand female nature and you didn't understand intergender dynamics. You didn't understand 
what characteristics a woman likes in a man, and you certainly didn't understand female nature. So I think at the beginning of a lot of relationships, there was a lot of hope. You weren't jaded, unless you were kind of an involuntary celibate and you just didn't have a lot of luck with women, so you already went into the first text, the first date, thinking this wasn't going to work out, and maybe that negativity spilled over into the date, and that's one of the reasons why you didn't get a second date. But as a whole, I think most men are pretty optimistic when they're blue pill. And then when things don't work out, and typically this means the woman leaves the man, you are befuddled. You're like, what, what happened? What did I do wrong? What did she do wrong? And then lots of times, just statistically, the woman is the one who initiates the breakups more often than not. You go back and beg. Let's give it another shot. Let's keep trying. I'll do better. I'll change. Tell me what you want. Like all these cringeworthy things that you as a red pillar understand are cringeworthy, but the blue pill men don't understand this. So now you're bowing, you're pedestalizing the woman. You're trying to give her whatever she wants, not understanding that this is just going to make you look even less attractive to the woman. Because it's not masculine. Would John Wayne beg a woman back? Would the Mandalorian, to give a more modern counterpart to John Wayne, the Mandalorian's a great example, it's a Disney, Star Wars show, of a great example of qualities that, that a man should have. Either way, even if he's a monk or not a monk. When you take the red pill, truly it's like the matrix, the relationship matrix, as I like to say. So now when when you've truly ingested the red pill and you have that weird plug pulled out of the back of your head like Neo does in the first Matrix, you see dating for what it is and it can be quite frightening. So like when you go to a restaurant or coffee shop and you see couples interacting, you know what's going to happen to these relationships. You can see the man and see the woman and just observe them and you know what's going to happen. You see the... The, the unattractive man with the kind of harpy woman. You know how that's going to play out. You know, you see the, the ingratiating beta with a woman. You know how that's going to play out. You see the middle-aged incel with the foreign bride. You know how that's going to work out and, and so forth. So it can be kind of disturbing for you because you've lost a lot of that naivete that you had, that kind of ingenue quality to, to take from the arts that you had before. And now you see things, and the red pill men would say you see things for what they are, true veracity, true verisimilitude. Your blue pill friends will see you as jaded, And they'll start using the shame tactics that we hear. Who hurt you? You haven't met the right woman. Give it time. Or for the women, they'll say, especially if you tell them you're you're going your own way, you're gay. You must have impotence problems. And then they'll also say, who hurt you? You love your money more than you love women. You know, all these shame tactics that you hear. And so the point of this episode is to talk about whether or not the cynicism is true because a lot of you men are dating post-red pill. And a lot of you are trying to implement red pill techniques to 
to get the first date or to get laid or to pump and dump or whatever your goal is. And, you know, if you haven't purged the relationship thirst, you're just one wink away from the plantation and you're going to end up signing the contract. But either way, so when you're out on a date, you know, as a red pillar, you're not meeting the real her. You're meeting the ambassador, right? You're meeting the woman she wants you to think she is all the time. And you're presenting your ambassador as well. It goes both ways. It goes both ways. If you have a latent alcohol problem, like Will, go to that episode we did six six or seven episodes ago, you're not going to tell a woman on the first date, I'm an inveterate alcoholic. I stumble around in the streets. I can't hold down a job. You're not going to tell them that. You're going to try to pull out all your, your charisma to try to impress her. And she's going to do the same thing. She's not going to tell you, oh, I've slept with 67 men and I have a compulsive shopping problem or I tend to be clingy or a stalker or a stage five clinger like in the wedding crashers she's not going to tell you that so you have to use your red pill wisdom to kind of dissect what she's saying and what she's not saying but either way so when when you're on a date or let's say you've gone on a couple dates and she says you know i'm different i'm not like the other women i'm not going to hurt you your red pill knowledge is it doesn't believe her I would never do false allegations against you. I don't believe these women who would take kids away from their father. I don't understand women who wouldn't sign a prenup. Blue pill you would be like, yeah, yeah, she's the unicorn. See, my ex was the exception. I found the the one, so to speak. Red pill you would be like, woman, I know exactly what you're doing. You're full of crap. You're full of sheet. And from the woman's perspective, when you tell her, look, I don't believe anything that you're saying. It doesn't matter if it's true or not because the system is set up to destroy the man. So even even if you're a good woman, you could have a lapse of judgment and do the phone call or do whatever and uh, the whole system is set up to destroy me, put me in jail, or at least have money taken from me. I could lose my job, all these all these things that the man could lose that the woman doesn't really relate to because the system isn't set up to destroy the woman. So when you tell her these things, like, I don't believe you're full of shit, she doesn't get it. She doesn't get it because she hasn't been burnt by the, the, the courts like you have. She doesn't have a lot of risk when it comes to dating. Now, certainly women can be sexually assaulted, uh, but they, of course, can go to the, the the cops and that guy can be thrown in jail. But aside from that, men assume all the risk when it comes to dating, courtship, marriage, and certainly divorce. So the woman, the woman doesn't understand why you're so cynical. And so she might call you cynical. And look, the woman, and I do believe in unicorns, the woman might be a good woman. And you are projecting your past PTSD from dating your past trauma onto this woman. And certainly you have valid reasons to have reservations for any woman that you interact with, whether at work. Hey, you look nice today, Debbie. And she calls HR and says you made her feel uncomfortable and then you get written up or possibly fired. Or certainly with dating scenarios and certainly marriage scenarios. You have every reason to have reservations interacting with women. And this is why we have level three, level four, level five MGTOW men. They just don't interact at all. They go live in the woods. 
But if she is the unicorn type and you're like, I don't believe anything you're saying, you're full of shit, blah, 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 you are alienating a possible unicorn. And that, that might be like one of the blowback problems of being red pill is that you're so aware that you go into every situation thinking the woman is guilty before being proven innocent. And look, I think it's a smart strategy to have overall to protect yourself, to put a wall up, to protect your heart. Because yes, tell men have hearts. They're the true romantics. But they try to use their head over their hearts. So it makes sense to protect yourself. But being red pill can make you a cynical dick, especially around your family and your friends, because most of your family and friends are certainly still going to be blue pill. Oh, Bob, you just got to get back on the back on the uh, the, the circuit. You just got to find a new woman. You're like, no, brother or best friend. The system is set up for your woman at a drop of a hat to take your kids and all your money. Oh, but Debbie wouldn't do that. Maybe Debbie wouldn't do that, but maybe she will do it. And that's the thing. So this goes to us another episode. How do you talk to your family and friends about about being red pill? But I think red pill definitely does make you cynical. It makes you guarded for sure. It makes you guarded because you know you need to protect yourself because you have been burnt. And I think to a certain extent it has made you cynical because you don't trust. You don't trust women. And that's a valid thing to have. But at the same time, I can step back and say that this could be detrimental to you attempting to have a somewhat good short-term or long-term relationship with a woman if you're level one MGDOW. Because you're always shitting on whatever she's saying. I, I care for you. No, you don't. It's proposed law. You only care for me as long as I'm providing utility. <laughs> you just start quoting her all this stuff, right? I'll never change. Actually, in 20 years, you're going to be morbidly overweight and bitter and probably have addictions and codependence. You know, so all these things are racing through your head or you're actually ejaculating this out there. And, you know, how is that benefiting anybody? So I would tell you, especially you MGTOW men who haven't purged your relationship thirst, you certainly, certainly shouldn't date because you're one week away from going back to the plantation. But even if you guys who have purged your relationship thirst, I would tell you that you really can you really shouldn't care what a woman thinks. So if you are dating somebody and your your intention is short term or even long term, who gives a damn what she thinks? As soon as you start caring about what she thinks and or as soon as you start putting her at the center of your world, the sooner you're going to become the doormat simp. So my takeaway to you is yes, red pill can make you cynical. We could say it makes you jaded. You could say it makes you guarded. But I would tell you it protects you as long as you remember the red pill stuff. Because, again, it's like postmodernist thinking. We're in a postmodernist world, post-Christian world. The postmodernist will tell you that there's no such thing as absolute truths. There's no such thing as objective truths. There's no such thing as objective morality. It's whatever you think, whatever you feel. And so when it comes to, to red pill truths, the truths are there. We know the statistics. We know the statistics of breakups. We know the statistics of divorces, of second marriages and first marriages. We know the statistics on how women get the kids 85% of the times. These are backed by studies. We know the more partners a woman's had, the more attachment issues she has, 
higher chance she's going to cheat on you, same thing for tattoos. We've talked about all these things. But these are objective truths. These are not subjective things. So you need to rely on these objective truisms to guide you if you're wanting to hazard the perils of short-term or long-term dating. So I would tell you that if you are going to date, remember all these truisms. So when she's telling you these things, don't always believe it because you understand, again, it's not her. It's the court system. It's not her. She might actually believe what she's saying. I'm never going to hurt you. I would never take away your kids. I would never call the cops on you. I have morality. I would never destroy a man's livelihood. You know, all these things. She might truly believe it. But ultimately, the court system and the cops will back her up. And so this is one of the perils of dating as a red pill man, especially as an analytical high IQ red pill man. If you're kind of adult, it's not that big of an issue. Or certainly if you're still a beta man hiding behind MGTOW and you're one week away from the plantation, you're just going to fall for the woman immediately. But if you're a high intellect red pill man, this is always going through your mind when you're wanting to date. And this is why I would tell you that MGTOW monk is the most prudent way to live your life. Because you can find happiness being completely independent of women. But for you guys who want to date, use the Spider-Man instincts that Red Pill has given you. And let it guide you. Don't be fooled. Don't be inveigled. Don't be beguiled by the words of a woman. Always judge the actions. And always remember Brafo's law. And just remember, if you want to entangle and engage yourself with the fairer sex, then remember the keys to maintaining frame and to maintaining uh, the masculinity, your masculinity in the relationship. And then you can go from there. But never lose your red pill spidey senses and always remember Red pill truisms are backed by objective truth. And remember that it's okay to be cynical and it's okay to be jaded. And yeah, you might lose some, quote, good women along the way when you're dating. But ultimately, you are protecting yourself. You are protecting yourself. And if you know you're never going to cohabit and you're never going to marry, so you're never really going to lose all that leverage, and you're only going to STR, LTR it, then you know that you're going to have to maintain frame, maintain masculinity, and ultimately a lot of the, the, the worries that the red pill men have, you won't have because you're only doing STRs and LTRs. So really you just have to worry about pregnancy, STDs, and false allegations and stalkers. But still, these are all big things. These are all things that can uh, create tumult in your life and change your life. So use your cynicism. Be proud of your cynicism. Understand that you might, you might lose some good women along the way, but ultimately, in the long run, I feel that it is protecting you from the big things that, that, that can scourge and destroy you and your life. Guys, if you get anything out of these episodes, I appreciate you right now posting a review for The Awakened Man. Subscribe to it. Post an honest review. It helps out with my analytics. While you're at it, go to the Essential Oils on Herbal Apothecary and subscribe and post a review there. At least post a review. Give me a five-star review there. We just did an episode on which essential oils you can apply neat or without, without coconut oil. And I know this seems like such a far departure from red pill stuff, but just bear with me. It was my ex's uh, channel, and I just continued it afterwards. 
And then go check out Confessions of Anobi's Child, which talks about addictions and childhood trauma. So go check those out. If you want to support us, there is a a link for PayPal in the episode notes of this episode and all episodes. Click on that and donate what you can. Also, we're Amazon affiliates. So if you go to Naturopathic Earth, and I understand it's hard to spell, it's in the episode notes of this episode. Click on that link. It takes you over to Naturopathic Earth. Then click under the articles and go to one of the food articles. We have a lot of recipes there. And uh, click on the Amazon links. That takes you to Amazon. And then from from there, anything that you buy within 24 hours, we get a 2% commission at no expense to you. So help us out that way. You can buy my two books, Confessions of an Obese Child and Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior. You can find those on Amazon Kindle or paperback. And if you need some one-on-one coaching from the Red Pill perspective, contact me through the Clarity FM link. And I can help you with dating, intersexual dynamics, weight loss, toxins in the food, and so forth. All right, guys, that's all I have to say. Take care. Enjoy the summer wherever you're at and stay healthy. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time. Music attributed to Nine Inch Nails.